Welcome back to the Cook It Real Good podcast. I am your host, Cassie Hilbron. This week's episode is all about shortcuts to getting dinner on the table. I chat with Laurie from the food blog Lemons and Zest. Laurie believes that delicious homemade food does not have to be a chore. Her recipes are simple and no nonsense. If she can't make it with a toddler attached to her leg, then it isn't happening. Laurie spills her secrets for how she feeds her family night after night, efficiently and without stress. You're going to love this episode. This week's recipe of the week is my air fried chicken thighs. Since we're talking about shortcuts to dinner, naturally my air fryer is the key to that in our house. I love throwing in some seasoned chicken thighs and letting them do their thing for 15 minutes, then serving it with some rice, veggies, and a simple garlic yogurt sauce. Yum! To get the recipe, as well as all the links we discuss in today's episode, head to cookitrealgood.com slash 58. Now, let's dive in. Hi, Laurie. Welcome to the Cook It Real Good podcast. Hello. Thanks for having me. I am so happy to have you here. Before we get into today's chat, can I ask you, what is your signature dish? Okay, so signature dish is actually one that I have not published on the blog. I should, but I feel like, I don't know, there's something in my Italian heritage that it was always, you always had this secret recipe. And my lasagna is my go-to recipe. And my Italian grandfather told me it was the best lasagna he had ever eaten. Um so I, I just feel like, should I share it? Should I not share it? And it's nothing complicated, but the trick and the, the history of lasagna in my family is that you use meatballs, very, very thin sliced meatballs. And it changed, it's, it's a total game changer. Um, and my husband always complains because he always says, I only make the lasagna when like somebody has a birth at, in the family or somebody had surgery or I'm, you know, giving like a condolence meal to somebody. That's the only time I make the lasagna, but I'm like, it's my game changing recipe. It's what I give to somebody who really needs that, you know, soul food. Um, so stay tuned. Maybe it'll come to the blog. It probably will eventually. I have like a baked pasta that's somewhat similar on the, on the blog, but yeah, that's my, I know I can, you know, win anybody over with the lasagna for sure you definitely have me curious now like I feel like you have mm-hmm. to put it up but the, it's not the, I, another thing it's not like it's some grant it's still very easy and it's very basic but just the fact that my grandfather said it was and maybe he only said it because I made it for him I don't know but um it just always is very like special to me that's like the highest compliment I think like if you, oh yeah oh absolutely because I mean he grew up with you know Italian immigrant parents that cooked everything and pasta from scratch and sauces from scratch. And so, yeah, so when you said that, that was amazing. All right. I'm going to keep my eyes peeled for when you do show. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Today we're going to talk about shortcuts to getting dinner on the table, you know, quicker, easier. So tell me a bit about what dinner time usually looks like in your house. Oh, well, it's always an interesting time. I, I always think when it comes to dinner, I, I think there's like a meme or something out there and it's like being an adult is realizing that every single night you have to make dinner for the rest of your life. And I just, 
I look at my husband and Sam, my son, and I think, oh my gosh, they want dinner again every day. And I'm like, can't we just have cereal? So for some reason, dinner time, we, we do really well about having dinner together, but there's something in me that is, if I have to spend more than 20, 30 minutes max getting dinner ready, just in that like little period before dinner, I, I'm, I, I'm over it. Um, it. It's like my almost three-year-old, he is basically, once he's in the chair, he wants to putting his food down right in front of him. And if we're spending time together before that, I, I just don't have a lot of time to, to waste. Um, so we usually sit together, I'd say, most weeknights we all sit together and have dinner. Um, sometimes we feed Sam and then put him to bed so we can have kind of a quiet dinner. Um, and Friday is always pizza and a movie because we don't have time to think about it anymore. But, um, but it's very important for me to have us together and to cook as much as possible, but also do it with as little effort as possible. (laughs) And it actually can happen. It can happen. I love that philosophy. It's like, it's lovely to eat together, but I don't want to spend a lot of time doing it because that's really Oh my gosh. Why do they want me to feed them again? And I, I, I mean, I, I grew up in a house that we had a home cooked meal every single night. And sometimes I just sit back and think, how did my mom do it? You know, I, I just, I can't, I, I can't keep doing this every single night, but every night they're hungry. So you got to figure something out. And I don't want to waste food and I don't want to have, you know, things planned for the week and then toss it and say, let's do carry out. I'm very much on like, we're going to make it here, but it's going to be easy and I'm not messing around. All right. So let's spill your secrets. Let's start off with, do you use any appliances to help get dinner ready easier? I actually do. I, I think being a food blogger, you have probably every appliance possible. Um, and I do, I have the instant pot. I have the air fryer. My slow cooker is my saving grace in so many, um, situations. And that's because I have so many recipes, whether it's from the blog or in my own little arsenal of, you know, toss and go kind of things I can put the main ingredients into the slow cooker in the beginning of the day. And then dinner is literally ready at the time we're ready to sit down. So whether it's a chili or I might do chicken and shred it with salsa. And then all you have to do is kind of put together the little fixings and you're done once dinner time comes. And that means you're basically not in front of the oven. You're not running around, cutting and chopping and doing all those things 20 minutes before dinner, after a long day of work or after a long day of running around chasing kids. So that's really, it is my go-to because the, like the instant pot and the air fryer are exactly that they're instant. So you can't do a ton of prep with those beforehand. It's a matter of, you have to kind of do that right there the slow cooker, it's like out of sight, out of mind once you're done. And then you come back and you have a nice little whiff of the air and you think, oh, dinner's ready. And I don't have to do anything now except for get out cheese and some sour cream for the 
um, chili and we're done. So that's really my go-to um, for the like dump and go type of thing. I'm sure I'm not the only person who feels like this as well, where like if by, I mean, even by three o'clock in the afternoon, but definitely by dinner time, I am done. Like I am so tired. I just do not have any energy to make anything complicated, but you know, like in the morning you, I could easily chop up a few things and throw them in the soak. But like that is definitely within my reach. Right. Right. And that's, that's the thing. I don't know if I, if it's just me, but like, yeah, by the time it's 5 PM, I look at all the veggies I have to chop and I think, let's just put a frozen pizza in, you know, I kind of give up on it by that time. But for some reason in the morning when I think, Oh, if I can just do this right now, then even if it's before Sam's awake, even if I have to get up 20 minutes earlier, which, yeah, ideally I'd love that 20 minutes of sleep. But to think later in the day, I won't have to deal with it then. And bonus, I feel like a lot of the slow cooker meals have leftovers for the next day. And then you're like two meals in one. That's even better. I do like that. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely don't make the most of my slow cooker. So I really do think I need to get it out and yeah, play. For sure. For what, sure. What about shortcuts in terms of ingredients? <laughs> ingredients. So I am a big believer in frozen, um, frozen foods. Um, I, I actually had no idea, but recently I was at the grocery and they had frozen chopped green peppers. I don't know why I was, I'm just learning about this, but I have so many recipes, whether it's the stir fry or, um, sloppy joes, which is randomly one of the things that I'm making this week. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm getting these frozen green peppers. And then all I have to do is toss them in there, saute them a little bit before everything else. And I'm good to go. Um, the other thing about ingredients for frozen wise is a lot of stores now have, um, frozen packages of rice, frozen packages of quinoa. So rice and things that might take an extra 45 minutes to boil and cook, you can literally pop in the microwave or add it into the recipe at last minute for a few minutes and you're done. So I, and I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not any, you know, I don't have any background, but I've actually heard and read that a lot of frozen vegetables still have a decent amount of nutrients in them. So, um, I feel like if, if it, it's a little less chopping that I can do, um, sure. The fresh veggies are great a lot of times, but if we're talking about time saving, I'm going to get the frozen veggies and I'm going to pop them in. Frozen broccoli is another one. I always add that to stir fries. I don't know what it is, but sometimes those broccoli crowns and chopping them up and the little things getting everywhere. And you know, that just sometimes is the five minutes I don't have. Um, so yeah, frozen broccoli. Um, those are definitely some of my favorites. It's so good and clever how many, like, yeah, like you said about the diced green peppers or, mm-hmm. you know, like I've, yeah, I've seen the, the onion and everything. Like they've, they've really yeah. started to get everything that you could possibly need to like save time, make it easier for people. Um, yeah. And it just does save so much of that prep time when you don't have to chop everything up. Right. Um, Cause right. That, that sometimes is the longest part of getting a meal ready. <laughs> right. 
I used to even, I haven't done this in a while, but I used to actually cook and then freeze, like I would take dried beans, like black beans, and I would cook and then freeze them and package it like in um, freezer safe bags. And that was amazing too, to throw into like a chili into the slow cooker. And I would, I would freeze them in maybe like two cup increments. Um, and that was I just don't have the space in the freezer now because mm-hmm. I feel like for some reason adding an extra human into the, <laughs> our lives took half of our freezer away. Um, but I would, I would definitely go back to that if I, um, I mean, if canned beans are great too. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. Another yeah. Great that's, addition. That's I my mean, time. I feel like, <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, I don't necessarily like a lot of canned veggies cause I feel like they're a little too soft sometimes to add to recipes, but canned beans, you could not go wrong with in anything. So we talked about how that can save time prepping, but what about if you aren't using frozen veggies, is there a way to sort of like streamline the prepping pro- process and make it like a little less arduous come dinner time? I think I probably yeah. already answered this earlier. Come to think of it. <laughs> well, yes. And no, like there's a couple of things that honestly, right. We said, if you can do it earlier in the morning or early in the day or nap time or something like that, it just takes away, I just think of a lot of those, you know, moments right before dinner are just chaos. And so if I can at three o'clock before Sam gets up from the nap, I can chop all the veggies, pop them in the fridge and then throw them into whatever recipe I'm making later. I don't have to sit with a knife with him pulling on my leg at the counter doing that beforehand. So I feel like any 10 minute space, even if it's the day before, you know, there's a lot of veggies that are going to be fresh and fine. If you chop them a day or two before, there's great, amazing meal preppers that I wish I could be even close to um, who will do that and will kind of organize things. And I say, if you can do one or two, anything to kind of take a little of the stress off when you get to that point then you're better off. I mean, maybe things are better and you have 45 minutes before dinner. It's a quiet time. Everybody has, you know, a little TV time or quiet time. Then you chop the veggies then. I just don't feel like I ever have that luxury these days. So it's kind of like just trying to sneak in. And obviously then you have to be prepped and know, okay, here's what I'm going to be doing for dinner tonight. But I feel like at least a day ahead, because I think my husband asks me, every morning, what are we having for dinner tonight? It's always one of those questions. Like, you know, I know they're going to ask, I know they're going to ask, what am I going to say? What am I going to pull out today? So let's talk about sheet pans. These are one of my favorites, but I have a feeling you'd be a fan too. (laughs) Oh yes. I, one of my most popular recipes on the blog is a, um, it's a sheet pan meal. It's Parmesan crusted steak with asparagus and crispy potatoes. And you literally do everything on that one sheet pan. So it's basically one pan, three ma- the three ingredients for your meal that you pop into the oven. And then when you pull it out, dinner is ready. So it's sure it's a little more prep, you know, right before dinner, but having everything on one tray and being able to pop it in the oven and then come back 15 minutes later to dinner, 20 minutes, 
I'm trying to think how long that one is, is another really great way to get an easy meal on, on the table. And that's another one that kind of you can combine with some of the other tips. You can chop veggies and have everything prepped in the morning. And then literally right before dinner, you pop everything onto the sheet pan, put it in the oven, and dinner's ready in under 30 minutes. Um, I have another one I'm trying to think. Oh, an orange chicken that's really popular. And the reason I love that one is it's, it cooks really quick because I use chicken tenders versus chicken breasts. But I use minute rice, which is another one of my favorite things. <laughs> you can't go wrong with minute rice. Um, so basically, you pop this in the oven for 20 minutes, have your rice, and you're done. So that is... I, I I don't know where I'd be without sheep hand meals for sure. They're my it just doesn't get easier than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. And less washing up because I hate washing up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's the other thing. I feel like if I know that there is less cleaning to do in the end, that is my light at the end of the tunnel. I will get them fed and I will have one dish to clean versus all these pots and pans. You know, it's like a little pat on the back for the end. <laughs> It's so good. Yeah. My uh, kitchen's usually a bone side after I've made a meal. So like anytime I can make a sheet pan, it's like awesome. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I, you know, yeah, you start out with this nice clean kitchen and then you look around after the meal and think, how does this happen every single time? And, and it's not even like one meal versus another. It's every single meal. I just look at the havoc that has mm-hmm. happened in my kitchen and it just never goes away. So I try to be a little mindful of what, you know, the least amount of dishes for the most bang for my buck. And that is a one pan meal for sure. Now, part of the stress of dinner time that I know a lot of people face is getting their children to eat it. <laughs> Do you have any <laughs> advice for parents for minimizing this type of stress? Um, so Sam is, uh, he he is very hands-on, wants to, he really wants to help in, in the kitchen. And what I have found is that the more I allow him to help while getting him to help can actually add time to dinner prep, it actually can make my life a little less headache because he will try things. And they, I, I know there is research behind it that the more you're involved, you can get your children in the kitchen, whether it be chopping veggies or, um, you know, rinsing. I mean, he could do something as easy as rinsing beans if I put it in the strainer and just let him, you know, pour the water over it. It just kind of gets them, their interest peaked a little more on, different foods and things, especially that they may not have tried if they are putting some of their own heart and soul into it. Uh, I remember like we made applesauce once and I, he helped me put the apples in to the pan and I base he basically took a bite out of every single piece of apple, but it was one of those things that it kind of got him a little more interested and exciting, uh, excited about eating whatever the end um, game was. It's a, it's a little trickier, but it does sometimes make the meal prep time a little more enjoyable, I feel like, because he gets excited about it. Um, and obviously, sometimes it's a matter of all he's doing is stirring something, and that's that. 
So, but I find that, yeah, anything that you can do. And obviously if you have a little bit of older children, it's going to be a lot easier to allow them to do certain things that you probably couldn't allow a two and a half year old to do for sure. Yeah, but there's always like age appropriate tasks, like like you said, yeah. if, even if it's like throwing things in a bowl or um, yes. for the for the younger ones, or like as they get older, learning to put things safely in the oven, or yes. even like my dream is one day I'm going to have a teenager who can cook dinner for me. <laughs> that would be uh, nice. That is that is my niece does that. She's she'll be fifteen. And the last time I was over there, she was sitting there making dinner. And I thought, oh, my goodness, that is a dream come true. I mean, to just be able to allow your child to do that. So that's what we've, we've got a few years for Sam to do that. But I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, he'll be a little chef for us eventually. Uh, so he does good pancakes. He likes stirring the pancakes, but you usually get a finger dipped in <laughs> or two. So. <laughs> not quite <Love> clean <laughs> it could be a bit more sanitary <laughs> yeah exactly you know but, do you do yeah. any meal prepping at all to prepare for the week so i'd say there are a few things that i do not necessarily even based on dinner um but i like to maybe get one big grain or base that like a staple pasta, rice, um, I'm trying to think any kind of grain, quinoa that can easily be tossed in to various recipes and make a big bulk amount of that so that I at least have that to bounce off of from day to day where it's like, okay, one day the pasta might be a side and then the next day I can add it with a sauce and some veggies and protein. And then you can kind of interweave it into your, your meals, but that's saved you, you know, 15, 20 minutes off of each meal for the week. Um, it, it, a pasta is really a really good one because I feel like no matter what I do, Sam will eat pasta with cheese. So if he doesn't like it, I could just sprinkle some cheese on whatever he's got and he's golden and then, um, kind of adjust it and fine tune it for my husband and I, I, that usually becomes a really easy one. I'm trying to think, I don't, I don't do a ton of, I know people will like roast veggies. I, I feel like I do that a lot in the fall when I feel like that's when I'm roasting on my veggies, but I don't do a lot of veggie prep in the beginning of the week. I feel like it's just get a grain, um, or, you know, even, even sometimes we'll grill some chicken breasts, um, for dinner one night and then we'll add a few extra so that we know we can eat off of that for the next night for dinner and, um, transform it into something else. That's, and every time I do it, I think, gosh, if I could just take one day and do this for like several items, how much easier it'd be, but I don't have that one day. I don't have, you know, several hours on a Sunday. So I just do the little things that I can that in the end, I feel like will make even a subtle impact on the rest of the week and just make that, that dinner time a little less, work really and it's like if you're already making rice for a meal why not make it yeah. and just use it for other meals during the week or like it doesn't even right. have to be like a specific okay i'm meal prepping it's just like i'm making this so i'll add more and then i'll use it to make something right. 
Yeah, that's and that's the big thing. Like, and so don't get me wrong, the minute rice is one of my favorites, and I still love, you know, the little pouches that you throw in. I think it's ninety second. It's not minute rice, but we don't have a big family, so we don't need. You know, it wouldn't be cost effective to do four pouches of minute rice, you know, for a a larger family. So that's the only reason that really works for us. But when I can do the rice, I really like to have a big, a big pot of it or put it in the pressure cooker. I've been cooking it lately in like chicken stock and I don't, I don't know why I didn't do this before. Like it's only just the last few months. I'm like, my rice tastes so much better now. So yeah. Oh yeah. One tip is like, Make it taste so good. <laughs> yes, it really does um, make a huge difference. I feel like I've cooked quinoa in it too. And oh, yum. Yes. All right, I'll try that. I've got a pack of quinoa I haven't done anything with in ages, so that's a good idea. I was I did that too, and then I, I basically updated a few old recipes from the site, and I had a ton of quinoa, so I was like, okay, I'll do this one and this one and this one. And now I'm like, okay, I think I'm set for a while. You know, <laughs> no it'll be six months till I see you again. <laughs> <laughs> well, share with us a few of your favorite easy dinner recipes that are on the site. Um, you know, one of my favorites is I have this, it's a ground turkey skillet. Um, and some readers say it reminds them kind of of a stuffed pepper sort of flavor, but without all the work of making stuffed peppers. So it's really what I do. It's, it's peppers and onions diced. So get them frozen or I chop them ahead of time. And then I just saute the, um, the veggies with the ground Turkey, tomato sauce, tomato paste, a couple other ingredients, and then pop it over rice with cheese. It, it literally start to finish is it's not even 20 minutes. Um, so that's one of my hands down favorite recipes. The other one that I make way too often is I have a sweet potato, slow cooker, chili, and sometimes I eat meat to it. Sometimes I don't, but I will make that a huge thing of it in the slow cooker on like a Sunday. And then what I do with that one is I actually take it after it's cooked and I put it into little individual freezer safe, one single serving jars and I freeze them so that if there's a night of the week, I'm like, I'm not cooking. I pull two of those out or I pull three of them out and I thaw them and heat them. And that's dinner. So that is another one of like leftovers are your friend, you know, and that is a big one that I will do. I will do a double, sometimes triple batch of that one. Um, another sheet pan meal that I love cause can't get enough of those obviously is, um, and apparently Parmesan is always involved in, a, in your sheet, pans. sheet pan meal, <laughs> but it's, it's, um, it's a, Parmesan baked chicken and it's, it's breaded with a little bit of Parmesan and then some green beans and potatoes with that one. And I love that one. I never get a complaint. Um, cause it's like, it's, it's like a meat and potatoes kind of meal, but it's not too heavy. Um, those are, those are probably my, my top favorites. Um, there is, I have a baked pasta recipe with, um, it's got spinach, 
and I use cottage cheese instead of ricotta because for some reason I really, really like the cottage cheese. And what I love about that one is I actually make, usually make that one a day the day before. I prep it all and then on a day that I know the next day is going to be kind of too busy. And then I just pop it in the oven an hour before dinner and don't have to really do anything. And we eat off of for two days. So that's two meals and, you know, half the work that I, I really love. Um, that sounds so good. Yeah. I, I, when in doubt, eggs and toast, eggs and toast. I, I love breakfast for dinner. <laughs> there is no recipe for that, but it is always a winner. <laughs> I'm with you. I, I just love, yeah, anything breakfast for dinner. Brenna, I'm there. I made like an omelet yeah. last week. I never even make omelets for breakfast. Like I never. And then like, right. like one night I was like, I really yes. want an omelet. I'm making an omelet. Yes. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm like, because it's dinner, I'll make it fancy. So it'll feel like it's so much more. But breakfast, no, you're getting two fried eggs and a piece of toast. Yeah. Sorry. No funny business. <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. Well, I'm going to make sure I link all of those uh, recipes as well as the two um, earlier sheet pans, the orange chicken and the palm crusted sure, steak. Yeah, yeah. I'll make sure they're all linked in the show notes because I'm sure that Amazing. everyone listening to this is probably like starving now and like, I've got to go home and make dinner now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing we weren't talking about chocolate since it's since our time. It's like, you know, not dinner time anymore. <laughs> it's time for that. Dessert. <laughs> exactly. It's ice cream time. Oh, yeah. Now, where can my listeners find you? Um, it's pretty easy. Everything I'm on is pretty much all under lemons and zest. So it's lemons, plural, and the full word and zest. So Instagram, it's at lemons and zest. Facebook, same thing. That's my profile, Pinterest. Um, I have just started a YouTube channel. And if you search lemons and zest. I'm starting to slowly add videos. It's been on, it was my 2020 goal and seeing how 2020 has been for quite all, a lot of us. Um, I'm slowly getting there, but it's, it's definitely a, a work in progress. Oh, awesome. All right. Well, I'm sure that everyone can go and check that out. And thank you so much for chatting with me today. I really enjoyed your tips. Thank you so much. This is lovely. <laughs> so many great ideas on how to get dinner on the table more quickly and easily. And I think we all need those, don't we? I know that I'm going to be trying some of her sheet pan meals. For any of those recipes that we discussed on today's episode, head to the show notes at cookitrealgood.com slash 58. Well, that's it from me. I hope you have a great week and don't just cook, cook it real good. Bye. Bye.